Good evening, everyone. Welcome to episode 71 of the B-Team podcast. It's probably not evening when they're listening to this. I guess it could be. And can I be completely honest with you? Yeah. Don't really care. Take it back. As long as they're listening at all. Uh, okay, good save. Yep. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I think that's not the correct order. It's not. But it sounds good. Yeah. All right. Well, take a look at the agenda for everyone here. We have a riveting college football championship game to recap. <laughs> I I had a blast. I'll tell you why when we get there. Oh, what a tease. Ooh. Uh, the NFL draft order has been set. Dun, dun, dun. With that, the NFL playoff has been set. And picks are back. Let's go. Then the second half of the podcast, we have drum roll, please. And we can't even we can't hear the drum roll. Uh, we have the B Team Awards, the inaugural. You hear that? Nope, not at all. All right, too good of a mic. I'm sorry. I apologize. Mm. Could you not hear my drum rolls beating the hell out of this tape? Not at all. All right. Well, sorry about it. We believe you. I mean, you saw me. I could just conveniently lose this footage. All right, Busby. You ready to talk about it? Yeah. Georgia won 65 to 7. <laughs> Ripped that band-aid off. I mean, what what else are we supposed to do? That was just an brutal. absolute debacle sham of a national title game. Remember that time it was like 10 to 7? That was fun. That was crazy. And then it just You want you want to know when I knew? When Right before the game, when the Holly Rowe asked Kirby Smart what their goal was for today, and he literally just goes aggression. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" He's like, "We're hunting tonight," and I was like, "Oh, that's not good." Did that's you good. hear his speech that came out afterwards? Oh, yeah. That dude is—he's up there on like best pregame speeches. He's had, I think, one from the SEC championship a couple years ago came out one time. Fired me up. He cussed like a sailor man. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had the over in this game, so Georgia hit it by themselves. <laughs> it was a, a tiny sweat there for a little bit, though. It was, especially whenever they put in, like, Hudson Card and all those guys. No, it yeah, wasn't they put Hudson another, Card. They put in all their backups, and then their backup running back scored two touchdowns on two possessions. Why did I just transpose Texas's backup, <laughs> backup quarterback into Georgia? Why did you transpose the backup quarterbacks? Shut up. <laughs> Talking's hard. That's all we do on Wednesday nights. I'm bad at it every week. This reminds me of... You've heard me trying to say rivalry. This is oh that was a good time. That was good that time. Um this is just a quick sidebar on the four play podcast, Trent. <laughs> he like lives by himself, obviously in an apartment, and he's like They'll record two podcasts a week, and I guess the second one comes out Thursday, and they don't record till the next Monday. And he'll be like, yeah, I'm going on, like, 52 hours 
where I don't think I've spoken until we were recording. I don't, she don't speak. Another fun Trent fact in the dozen, his niche category is always big bang theory. We went and played trivia last night and they asked a question about the big bang theory. And I have never pounced on a quick, on a question faster in my life. What was the question? Which is where it takes place. What state it takes place in. I don't think I know. Is it New York? Cal. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Pasadena, if you need the city. Because <laughs> we're not doing yourself any favors here, buddy. Oh, I know. Look, there's a reason I'm single, okay? <laughs> Trent is too, so. <laughs> yeah, there's a correlation here. <laughs> Overweight, watches Big Bang Theory, bad at golf. Damn. I was going to say glasses, but. But cool. lovely to hang out with. Yeah. I agree. I've never hung out with Trent, but it seems like he would be. So, Ben, outside of Georgia just being the greatest team of all time, uh, what was your takeaway from the national title game? Uh, I mean, just Georgia was really freaking good. I mean, we talked about it all year. We thought they were the best team, but they kind of struggled here and there. But when they turned it on, they turned it on. I mean, we finally saw TCU kind of crumble. They just were pounced on, and they could never get anything going. The uh, the biggest thing to me was Georgia's defensive line was just manhandling them. It was a completely different species than what TCU's. Was yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, Max Duggan was just running for his life the entire night. I felt so, so bad for he's no. I'm I'm taking the tag off. He's no longer future Colt Max Duggan. Um, and I did feel bad for the guy. Yeah, I mean, it was basically like playing for the Colts. I mean, he was running for his life the whole time, so. Uh, <laughs> am I wrong? We're talking about college football, Ben. Uh, Yeah, so that was my Keep big take. My though. team's name <laughs> out your mouth. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Now, I, and people are like, oh, TCU shouldn't have been there. And I, understand, I get it. But they won all but one game this year. It goes back to game. the it goes back to the debate of are you selecting the most deserving teams or are you selecting what you think are the four best teams, right? And the four best teams are such an arbitrary thing that I think you have to take the four most deserving. And there was no doubt that TCU was that. Um, and, and they beat Michigan. They were an eight point underdog to Michigan and won. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> they ran up against a team that uh, was just. Better and more determined. Like, it's just not good. Yeah, it shows you how good that Ohio State team was. Um, basically beating them for three and a half quarters the game before. Um, but the other thing I was going to say is, you know, hear people talking about the playoff expanding even further and we're going to get more of these games. But I think it's going to make the championship more likely to be two of the big dogs. I think right. it's by including more – you have a better probability of getting the two "quote unquote" best teams at the end. Yeah, and people are complaining that Alabama should have been in. It was like, well, guess what? They would have been in a twelve-team playoff. Tennessee would have been in. You know, LSU may have been. You know, we would have had a lot of teams. No. In there and... You think LSU yeah. would have been in in a twelve-team no, playoff? No. no. Uh, well, I mean, you would have had. You lost had to the have... Texas A and M. I forgot. I forgot about that. I was just thinking about that because they went to the SC Championship. Um, 
I forgot they lost to Andy. <laughs> Penn State. Penn State, uh, USC, Utah, one of those teams. Um, would have had. I think it's the five conference champions. So you definitely would have had Utah. And then the highest ranked non Tower Five, which would have been Tulane. Tulane. And then six, I guess it would be six uh, of the committee's choosing, right? The six next highest ranked teams. Yeah, in the playoff ring. Yeah, so it had been Bama, Tennessee. Uh, I don't even, I mean, I don't have it in front of me, but I'm just trying to think who it would have been. Those Penn two, State, USC. Definitely Penn State, USC. Probably Kansas State. Yeah, because they had beaten TCUs and then. Uh, Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Michigan won the Big Ten. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That would have been a sick playoff. Yeah, it would have been fun. In the top four, get the bye. Yeah. And five through 12 play on college campuses, right? Yeah. That means Tuscaloosa would have hosted and, and Neyland. And Tuscaloosa and Knox would have hosted. Yeah, I switched that up. A playoff game. Is that true? They were like five six, weren't they? Were they not? Ben, you're asking too many tough questions. I'm pretty sure they were like five six. No, I mean Tennessee had just lost to South Carolina. Yeah, but everybody else lost after them. Like USC lost. Or maybe, I mean, USC may have been up there too, but I'm pretty sure it was Bama. Yeah. Uh, oh, Bama Washington might have been in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, Washington. Florida State, maybe. I don't know. People Either are way, it would have been up Florida State for next year, by the way. Oh, are you? No, people. Like, I've seen like early top 25. I've seen a lot of two. Jordan Travis for Heisman talk. Don't hate it. Although, I think those odds are going to be way too high. Uh, I have a I have a contender for Heisman that's plays in the Big Twelve. Ooh, let me guess. Okay. Oh no, you're gonna say Sawyer Robertson. <laughs> you're such a <laughs> Sawyer Robertson, baby. Rip, sweet prince. Uh, this is gonna be a big debate in the the battle of Busby's head on if I would rather watch. Quinn Ewers start or uh, Arch Manning start at Texas? Quinn Ewers can start, but he's made of glass. So he was beating Alabama. People forget that. Uh, I know. And then he, his shoulder just disintegrated. Anyways, we are way off topic here. Um, it, it, yeah. it's, it's a typical. That's a typical podcast night. Georgia's really good. Yeah, state of college football, Ben. Um, you think positively of it? Negatively of it, what do you think? I mean, I, I love college football. I don't think there's anything wrong with it at this point. I'm excited. I mean, we have one more year of this playoff. Then we expand it. I'm excited for the expansion because a lot of these bowl games feel meaningless, except for the teams that are in. Like even the Rose Bowl, it's like cool, but I don't really care anymore about it. Um, so it's going to give a lot of meaningful games, and I'm excited for that. But Georgia's a problem. They're going to be a problem. Uh, for a long time. It, for the sake of being the contrarian old man yells at clouds guy over here, um, 
the NIL and transfer portal era is much harder to keep up with. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah I don't know who plays for anybody anymore. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I know Sawyer, my, my boy Sawyer left, but um, that, and I think the regulations of that will continue to improve. Like, we're so early on in that thing that they are flying by the seat of their pants. And I think we'll end up with more like a free agency period in college football where we'll have like a certain time where you can hop in and that's it, like once a year. And then it'll go from there. And it'll probably like, I don't know if it's like this now. Can you only do it once? The transfer portal? And not have to sit out? No, you can. See, that at this point, I, I, I have no idea. But like people are transferring, the same people are transferring every year. So I, I doubt it. Like, you're supposed right, to so, have like a one-time rule, like a one-time free pass sort of deal. Yeah. And then I guess like if you, like the old times, like if you go to somewhere for grad school or if you graduate and you go somewhere, like that's different. But I don't know. I think that just needs to be tweaked, but I'm I'm fine with it. You're also having a lot of people declare for things that like, what else were you going to do? Did you see, did you see Caleb Ducking declare for the draft yesterday? Yeah, you're out of eligibility, like, dude. Like, what are you going to yeah. like? Yeah, of course you're declaring for the draft. You don't have to release a graphic for that. Kind of like Will Rogers declaring he's coming back. It's like Stetson Bennett being like, I'm declaring for the draft. Like, yeah, no shit, dude. You're 30 years old. <laughs> he should be declaring for State Farm because he's about to be an insurance <laughs> agent here in a few months. Oh, man. But what about the movie they're going to make about him? Yeah, they can make a movie about him. That dude, I mean, somebody's asking me the other day, like, you think he's going to do good in the NFL? I'm like, no. No. He's four foot nine. The dude's twenty five years old. Why would they pay this dude when he's older than half the freaking quarterbacks are in the playoffs right now? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is the oldest AFC quarterback in the playoffs. He's twenty seven. That's absurd. Yeah. So the dude's twenty five. <laughs> what are we doing here? All right. So takeaways. George is really good. We love college football. Sad that it's gone. Bring on the 12-team playoff. Stetson Bennett's kind of lame, but we should like him. Yeah, and have you seen Georgia's schedule for next year? Oh, my God. The only game that is even, like, remotely difficult is at Tennessee. It's the second-to-last game of the year. It's just a stupid. They open up with uh, someone bad, rip, and then Ball State, rip. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a problem. I think from the West they get Ole Miss and then they, they have do. Uh, at home. <laughs> and they have Auburn. Always. Yeah. I'm pulling it up. I want to take a look at this. They play like at Vandy, obviously. And you, the two losable, like most losable games on there are, are Florida, which to me, Ole Miss is probably more losable than Florida, and then uh Tennessee. UT Martin. Dead. Ball State. Dead. South Carolina at home. I mean, that could be interesting. They got it rolling towards the end of the year, but I, I still think Georgia whoops them. No, South Carolina at home. UAB at home. Dead. At Auburn. Kentucky at home. <laughs> at Vanderbilt, the stadium seats 35,000 people. 34,000 of those will be wearing red. By week, Florida and Jacksonville, as always. Missouri at home. Ole Miss at home. Traveled to Tennessee and then Georgia Tech. At Georgia Tech, that seats like forty-five thousand people. 
forty thousand of which will be wearing red. Mm-hmm. By the way, why didn't Georgia Tech hire a Tulane's head coach? I don't know. Who did they end up hiring? They hired their interim guy. Oh yeah, the interim guy. That's right. Brent Key. Is that right? Oh, that sounds right. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're here for the long haul. If I'm afraid. Well, I mean, it's the same. It's no different than the way college football has always been. Alabama's just been Georgia. Mm-hmm. And they're probably going to be again. Uh, Nick Saban cannot be happy. But David Pollock, dude, dude, the disrespect. You could just see him seething. Well, I mean, like, oh. you're losing Bryce Young and you're losing Will Anderson and all these other guys. Like, are you going to be that good? I don't know, man. George is losing the gods, Stetson Bennett. Yeah, and their backups came in and immediately scored two touchdowns. <laughs> and it didn't look hard. All right. All right. We got to get right. off college football. We love it. We'll miss you. Until we see you again. Good night, sweet prince. I miss you, Sawyer. <laughs> uh, the NFL draft order, the top 18 picks are now set by virtue of beating the Colts on Sunday. Chicago has jumped Houston for number one. Uh, Chicago has a really good relationship with a team that drafts. Oh, looky here. They're number four. That's pretty interesting. Gee, I wonder what could happen there. Imagine. Imagine you'll so, trade up to one and then draft Will Levis. <laughs> I mean, uh, every time, every week I get on here, we're having a good time and we're chit-chatting and we're friends and, and everything is going swimmingly. Then you just drop a big old turd on my face and I'm supposed to <laughs> react candidly and oh man that would be something i mean it won't happen buzzy it won't happen unless it does it won't happen unless it does the texans are going to start sending out smoke signals that are targeting levis no so we'll get back on track you're you're on the bryce young or cj stroud train right now Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you're guaranteed, basically guaranteed. Chicago's not going to take one. They're probably, they probably will trade back. Yeah. It's a, it's a matter of if anyone's going to jump up. Right. So they're Arizona's probably not going to take one at three. Yeah. Cause they said they're sticking with Kyler. Apparently he gets a say in who their next coach is. So, they're so you have Seattle at five. I mean, they're in the playoffs, but do you, would you rather have Bryce Young or Geno Smith? Geno Smith the did Lions? set the Seattle. Like reception, uh, uh, passing yards record yeah. this year. The Lions, like, are they going to move on from Jared Goff? You got I don't to think so. Point. Depends on how much they like him. I mean, how much they like the guys coming out. The Raiders are at pick seven, but if you're the Bears, do you want to drop from one to seven? Same with Atlanta. Do you want to drop from one to eight? Carolina's nine. Do you want to drop from one to nine? Uh yeah, I mean, and there should be some. I mean, there's some good quarterbacks going to be coming out next year. So oh, Drake May is going to be the top of everyone's list. What about Caleb Williams? Yeah, he's going to be there too. Next year's class is uh, just off those top two is awesome. I mean, you could uh, even throw like Bo Nix in there if you wanted to. 
Um, Hooker? No, Hooker's this year. Okay, yeah, but he's hurt. Joe Milton? I mean, if he has a big year, that dude's 6'5 and throws it 80 yards just chilling. Yeah, I mean, I think – so it's not like some of these teams, like, do you want to spend a bunch of draft capital to try to get one of these guys, or you know you're still going to suck next year and you may get what if What if DJ Uyunglele just goes up to Corvallis and tears it up? Michael Penix? Yeah. Maybe. He, he had an awesome year this year. How will Bill the dude Rogers? at Florida State? The dude at Florida State? Didn't he? Won't he be a junior next year? Yeah, Jordan Travis. Yeah. Um, Tyler Van Dyke's this year, isn't he? At Miami. He was terrible. Brennan Armstrong from Virginia, soon to be Auburn, I think. Yeah, he'll be coming out next year. It's not like it's this year or never. So, yeah. But with that being said, the Colts are taking the quarterback this year. Who do you want? Bryce Young. You want him over Stroud? Yeah. I, I'm not going to complain about either one of them, but if you gave me – if you just said, hey, pick one. I don't blame you. Bryce Young's a dude. A, a dude. I think Stroud's bigger, though, right? Yeah. Bryce Young's a tiny little fellow. He is, but I'm cool with it. Got to be – that's the problem with Stroud. Like, And I'm not like trying to pile it on. But the Colts' offensive line needs some work, so you need a guy with mobility. And I think Bryce Young is much better at that than CJ Stroud is. Yeah. All right, you want to pick some college, or you want to pick some NFL games? Yeah, yeah. We are doing live lines, Ben. So this is the most up to date that it possibly could be. Okay. First also, game, I'm we'll only just... down six games. Yeah, you're only down six. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, six conveniently here. Mm-hmm. All right. First up, we have Seattle and San Francisco. San Francisco is a nine and a half point favorite. Seventy-seven percent of the money is coming in on San Francisco. Yeah, that's a lot of points. Uh, I think the 49ers are by far the better team, but we got Brock Purdy, who's looked really, really good, but it's playoffs. We got Geno Smith. Who's looked really, really good. And he's been around the block a few times. Granted, not really a starter. I'll take the Seahawks to cover. I'll go against you and take the 49ers. Probably I just don't know how the Seahawks are going to score. I don't know. And, I mean, the 49ers defense is sick. If uh, Christian McCaffrey. Is Debo back? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Debo, George Kittle, who came on strong. Yeah. Don't love that, but that's just a lot of points for a playoff game. Chargers at Jacksonville. Chargers are a two-point favorite right now. Oh, my God. This one's interesting, Busby. Justin Herbert yet to win a playoff game. You got the Jags, who came on hot at the end of the season. So, you got the Titans. Granted, it was with uh, Joshua Dobbs, a quarterback, but still. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that guy sucks, man. Um, I'm gonna take the Chargers. Chargers minus two. I think I am too. I don't like it. You just hate the Jags, man. Just say it. I don't hate the Jags at all. Actually, the Jags are my second favorite team in that division. I have no reason to not like the Jags. That's crazy Um, because you live in Nashville. So, 
You just the Titans are right there, man. Yeah, I have much more as a Colts fan. I have much more reason to not like the Titans than I do to not like the Jags. Why? Because they've been a thorn in our side much longer than the Jaguars have. Yeah, they're not in the playoffs. The only time every time the Jaguars win something, it's just like oh, there's cute little Jacksonville doing their thing. They went to AFC Championship. Yeah, it feels like not that long ago, but I'm sure it was longer than I think. Well, it was what like 2015 or something like that. That's eight years ago. I don't trust the Chargers at all. Yeah, that's the scary part. But they have Keenan Allen back. I think Eckler's healthy. I kind of love the over in this game. It's 47. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I don't know, man. The Jags are playing really well. You want to swap? No. Maybe. I'll think about it. Trevor Lawrence is a dude. He's a dude. Just get, just get rid of Urban Meyer and look what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone hated Doug Peterson and he went to Jacksonville and immediately just undid everything Urban did. They're like, oh, yeah, this actually works. Everybody made so much fun of them for all the paying all those dudes. Yeah. Kirk and Zay Jones and uh, Evan Ingram, and they're actually playing really well. Miami at Buffalo. Buffalo's a 13-point favorite. I think we're going to fall the same way here. What are we doing here? Bills minus 13. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not – yeah. It's, I, you think they're moving the ball in January in Buffalo with Skylar Thompson starting at quarterback? That's the big thing, yeah. Even if Teddy was playing, which obviously Teddy's not as good as Tua, but he's serviceable. This kid's a rookie. He's going to get eaten alive. This line is interesting, Ben. New York Giants at Minnesota. Minnesota's only a three-point favorite. Yeah. Two teams kind of on different trajectories towards the end of the year. Uh, the Giants sh- sh- probably should have beat the Vikings late later in the year. That was that crazy game at Minnesota where uh, the Minnesota guy kicked like a 60-yard field goal to win with no time left. Um, gosh, do we trust Kirk? What time is this game? This game is at 345. Hmm. But it is prime time technically, probably because it's probably the only game on. Yeah. Um, three points. Oh, uh, I'll take the Giants to cover. I don't know if they win, but I'll take them to cover. You think the Giants plus three? Yeah, I'm a I'm gonna go opposite of you here. I'm gonna take Vikings minus three. Also, I think Dalvin Cooks hurts. I don't know if that affects you. That's fine. I just do like I know that they're in the playoffs. I just can't I love Brian Dayball. I just don't think the Giants are that good. They're gonna get a quarterback. They're I think they're gonna bring in a uh, veteran. No, they said that they said that they're like making Daniel Jones a priority. Well that's crazy if they're at, if they're just I would assume they're saying that before the playoffs, just to like keep the morale. But I can see like a Derek Carr, a Jimmy G. Somebody like that heading over there. You, you want to hear something? You, I got a wild yeah. question for you. Would I take Daniel Jones over those guys? Would you rather have Daniel Jones or Jimmy Gar- Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. The only problem with Jimmy G is he gets hurt a lot. Yeah, one of these guys can move. Yeah, yeah, that's the only problem. 
but I think he's a much better quarterback. I think Dayball would figure it out with whoever he had, but the fact that he's made Daniel Jones serviceable is impressive. Daniel Jones is a lot of hate. Sixth overall pick. <laughs> I forgot about that. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> they said that. Everybody was like, <laughs> What was, uh, where's your boy Josh Allen? Is he seven? Dave, oh, what a job he's done there. I know oh, I yeah. mentioned him, but he's got to be coach of the year. Think so? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he Josh Allen's picked seven, by the way. Behind Daniel Jones? No, they weren't in the same draft class. I was about to say that. He was behind that. Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield and all those guys, though. The two best quarterbacks in that draft were Daniel Jones at seven and then Lamar Jackson at 32. 32, yeah. Josh Rosen, Chosen Rosen with number 10. That dude stinks. I was a Josh Rosen truther for a long time. Are you still? Nah, not anymore. I mean, he's played for seven teams in four seasons, so. You're not falling on that sword anymore? Yeah. Uh, Okay, so I'm on Minnesota minus three. You have the opposite. Baltimore at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is an eight-and-a-half point favorite. I – so ninety, this little stat stat stuff here, Ben. Open your ear hole. Ninety two percent of the money is on Cincinnati, and you're always told Vegas doesn't have all these bright lights and big hotels and casinos and all that because they lose money. Mm-hmm. Little counter stat here. Open your other ear hole. In his last twenty three games. Um, Joe Burrow is 19 and four against the spread. So, which one of these do I want to ride with? I really want to pick the Ravens here. I just have no idea if Lamar is going to play. He didn't he's practice playing. today. What? I'm he's got to play. He didn't practice today. I know, but I don't think, I think Tyler he plays. did either. However, however healthy he is, I don't know, but he's got to play unless he unless he sits out because he knows he could go somewhere. He he. Could go to the Giants next year. I kind of think Cincinnati wins the AFC again this year. That's fair. I mean, if you want to hate on the Bills, dude, after all they've been I'm through. I'm hating on the you. This is so disrespectful. I'm taking Cincinnati minus eight and a half. I don't feel good about it, but it is what it is. It's just kind of hard to pick. Against a John Harbaugh team, like a John Harbaugh team to lose by nine in the playoffs. Yeah. I just feel like they, like, and especially because the Ravens, like, I just feel like they always play everybody closely, stupid games. It's at Cincinnati, obviously. What's the forecast? Uh, Probably cold and dreary at Cincinnati. If it's it's raining, I'm picking the Ravens. A hint of rust belt in the background, some skyline chili. Cincinnati. They just pump in Boomer Esiason's voice over the loudspeaker. Is this one on Saturday or Sunday? Uh, The 15th. Sunday. High of 48, low of 36, only 5% chance of rain. Damn, Monday's 85% chance of rain. Uh, in Tampa, too. <laughs> what? Are, are you looking at Cincinnati? Cincinnati. 
Yeah. Oh no, no, I don't look at Tampa. Um, God, dude, give me the Ravens. I'm an idiot. Okay. They're just gonna make it ugly somehow. I need Marlon Humphrey to have. Does he play for the Ravens? He does. For the Steelers. We really know our stuff. No, he plays for the Ravens. I just told you that. Uh, I was thinking Mika Fitzpatrick plays for the Steelers. Okay. Both Alabama safeties, you know, is what it is. They also just gave Roquan Smith $100 million. All right. Next one. Last one. Dallas at Tampa Bay. Right now, Dallas is a two and a half point favorite. Ben, I know we're going different on this, but I, I'm i picking Tampa Bay. That's fair. I, don't, I mean, you don't, I have half a mind. Tom Brady's never lost to the Cowboys. Ever. But they can't run the ball. Micah Parsons is going to pin his ears back. Takes one time, one good shot on him, Busby, and we can end it forever. I have a very sacrilegious prediction. I like, I don't trust Dak. Don't. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. Dak's been struggling, but the only problem is Mike Evans. Um, yeah, I'm rolling the Cowboys. I think they get it turned around. Yeah. Don't you want to know what the bigger problem is? It's freaking Mike McCarthy. <laughs> That's God, the biggest Kellen liability not in great all. either, dude. No, man, the Panthers want to hire him as their head coach. Also, I saw who are y'all just quickly, who's the Colts gonna hire? They interviewed Bubba Ventrone today and they interviewed Raheem Morris today, the Rams like, uh, coordinator. I saw where they requested D'Amico Ryans. Yeah. Yeah, he's a 49ers DC, right? Yeah, he played linebacker at Alabama. Yeah. He's a freaking monster, number 35. A dude, he was a beast at the Texans for a long time as well. Dog. Dog. Uh, so y'all going defensive-minded, huh? It, we, we've inter- we've requested to interview a lot of defensive coordinators. We also uh, requested to interview the Lions OC, uh, which is interesting because he had me jacked up watching that game on Sunday night. Yeah. Dude, pulled out like a double reverse with a minute left on the clock to seal the deal. Also, like one of the quickest come-ups for a guy that's been in the league a long time, Jamal Williams. I love that dude. Listening to him talk and like the way he handles himself is so awesome. It's going to be such a random – it's it's going to fall into the K.J. Costello SEC single-game yeah. passing leader. They're like, who leads the – uh, Detroit Lions and single season rushing touchdowns. Like, obviously, Barry Sanders. Nope. nope. Jamal Williams, baby. That's because he had like right. 71 yard touchdown runs. Yeah. DeAndre Swift fantasy owners are like, what the? F-? It's like the ultimate handcuff. Yeah. And who, guess who had him? Josh Polk. <laughs> well, he lost. So, yeah. Really. All right, so we're both um, – do final say here, are we both on the Chargers? Yeah. Okay, both I'm on the Chargers. I'm going my gut. I've gone, back to, I've gone back to the drawing board. I got it to six. We're going my gut. All right, so we're both on the Chargers and the Bills. I have the 49ers. I have Minnesota. I have Cincinnati, and I have Tampa Bay. Four differences. Yep. We'll probably split them. That's fine. And then Jacksonville is going to beat the fuck out of uh, L.A. <laughs> and you're going to be like, why did I not do this? Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Brandon Staley, I think he's gone if they lose this game. 
I don't know, man. Brandon Staley has some weird supporters out there. Yeah, I mean, I really like him, but kind of the results haven't been there. Yep. With a All right, that's gonna insane roster. All right, that's gonna wrap us up. Part one of the podcast. Stick with us to the break, and we uh, we will have the B team awards, and then a couple little other small things to hit on. So uh, we'll see you guys then. All right, everyone, welcome back to the B-Team Podcast. Uh, and before we get to our inaugural B-Team Awards, we do have Pierce's TV time for, like, the third installment. So have fun. Yay. Hello, everyone. It's time for part three of a four-part series. Uh, this past week, I finished seasons three and four of Supernatural, and um, it continued to be what it is. Every one of three episodes is good enough to keep it going. Uh, I did think season four had some better one-off episodes, some good Dean and Sam adventures. Um, but overall, it it is just not a good TV show. And I it, cannot wait to be finished with it. Would you call it aggressively average? No, that would be a compliment. So it's like just average? I would call it a very average CW TV show. It's it's nowhere. It's not sniffing Gossip Girl or One Tree Hill, um, but I can see how it would entertain the youth and Busby and Busby and yeah. me, I guess, because I've watched four seasons. <laughs> I feel like the real like not loser, but uh, uh, I don't know what the word is. Like you keep saying how bad it is, but you continue to watch it. Let's say so. this: um, this TV show, I have enjoyed so much that I bought a book on Sunday, and instead of watching TV the past three nights, I have read. <laughs> Does it make you mad that Pierce comes on here once a week and has watched four seasons of a TV show that he claims he hates, and I have not watched a single episode of Drive to Survive? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is baloney. I also wouldn't say I hate this show. Like, if I hated it, I wouldn't still be watching it. Have you watched Drive to Survive? Absolutely not. Have you ever tried it? No. Okay. Next time you're just sitting around and you got like 30, 45 minutes. I got books now. I read. You sound like a drug dealer. Have you just try it, man? I sound like a drug dealer. You're making this man sit down in front of a TV and watch something you don't want to watch. I'm not holding a gun to his head. Best drug dealer ever if you're just sitting people down and making them do stuff. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, th- but we can briefly mention right here that uh, Netflix golf show. The real Netflix. Drive to Survive. No, it's called what are they what are they calling it? I don't know, Drive? but Drive to Survive would have been a great name. Yeah, they're just like yeah, change it. What are they calling it? Uh Netflix, it's coming out um January. February fifteenth. February fifteenth. It's called Swinging Sticks. They're uh, they're letting us get past Valentine's Day, and then we can just binge it the next day. Full swing. Yeah, there you go. Oh, full Not swing bad. on February fifteenth, and it's picking up at the Wednesday of Riviera. It's gonna be awesome. A lot of big names were uh, mentioned Rory. in parts of it. Rory, JT. It's going to be awesome. It's going to tickle that golf itch to get you to the Masters. And uh, if you're in Nashville for the Masters weekend, anybody, I'm going to have a party on that Saturday. So come through. 
Everyone's invited. Except for yeah. Busby. Don't tell Busby about it. Okay. I'll make sure I don't mention it. Okay. All right. And that's Pierce's TV corner. Uh, I'll see you all next week for wrapping it up. Hey, Busby, you coming to Pierce's Masters watch party? Pierce what the heck, man? Pierce is having a master's watch party? Yeah. We're so lame. We think we're so funny and we're so lame. Is that, uh, a, speaking is that of... a Stanley Cup? Yeah. Oh, Cup twins. Cheers. Cheers. Speaking of golf, did you see the clip today where Jordan Spieth said he was pushing out a fart in his backswing? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, having Ian Poulter on there is going to be awesome. Rory, obviously, going to be awesome. So, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Busby, you know what time it is? Time for the B-Team Awards. So, we have 12 awards that we're giving out tonight for the inaugural B-Team Awards. Well, there will be nominees. Let me get my iPad out. I haven't if you, down. <laughs> if you lose, blame Ben. Why me? I don't know. It sounded fun. Okay. Fair enough. So we're going to start with topic of the year. We're going to go with the downfall of Texas A&M. Good one. Liv and Phil Mickelson. Great one. And Tennessee baseball. What a throwback that one is. When you mentioned that one, it wasn't even on my radar, and my blood pressure instantly went up. It's one of my favorite Ben moments from the inception of this podcast. I don't even remember when we when I ran it. Was it when they lost? Uh, no, this was – yeah, it might have been, actually, when they lost to Notre Dame. Yeah. That was, the, that was the start of where Notre Dame podcast. Yeah. So yeah, that's a great one. I, I I'd forgotten about that one. Downfall of AM. I mean, that was just great to talk about all year. It's comedy. Um, and then Liv and Phil Mickelson took over the world for a while. Yeah. So I think I would recommend a drum roll again, but we can't do that, apparently. But the winner is yeah, we just we there were so many episodes where we that was just the major talking point between us and whoever else we had on, and it's I mean yeah, it was whole, huge this year. Live was huge, and then just the whole downfall of Phil Mickelson. I mean that was just crazy. Went from like America's sweetheart to hated so quickly. Um, so and yeah, broke, guess, apparently. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> um, he was the highest paid athlete this year. Did you know? Oh, that? I did not. Um. Yeah, so that is a good one. I know we don't talk a ton of golf on this podcast, but that kind of took over the sports world for a while. Still is. I think yeah. this this uh, new series that we just talked about in that yeah. new series is going to be I ignited mean, again, and they're going to sign a lot more people. I saw it today. Mino Pereira signed with Liv. <laughs> that guy, biggest choke artist. I, I honestly thought he was already there. So <laughs> Forgot he existed. Yeah. All right, Ben, second award. The second award, I don't know if that was your cue for me to go over it, but I'm going to, is for Rant of the Year. This is one of my personal favorites. So, 
we have three nominees here, two from Busby and one from myself. Uh, the first one is Busby versus Southern Miss. So this was from a, um, a podcast I wasn't on. I did listen to it. And you had some very heated things to say about Southern Miss baseball, if I do recall. Yeah, they're useless. Yeah, that was that was the overall thing. The second one, Busby versus one Mr. Rudy Gobert. Now, this is one of my personal favorites from the year. This was a like multi-episode saga. You do not like this man. No, I do not. Okay. And the last one is myself versus taxes. I hate tax. And and this is like very timely because it's coming up again. W2 is about to start rolling out. They're about to just come and put it in our butts again. All right, guys. So everybody just prepare. <laughs> You're probably going to get another rant from me. So I don't know. We talked about it. Are we going to drum roll? No. <laughs> uh, this one wasn't particularly close for me. This is the, the Busby versus Rudy Gobert takes this. I, mean, I think it's I think it's the most revisited rant. And it's probably the most passionate, if I'm being honest. I mean, people think that this dude is just like crying for me. See, dude, it takes it takes like three words. I could say like his first name, his last name, mention like even the jazz, even though he's not there anymore, and you're just gonna start spiraling. Well, like Jaron Jackson came back Stop. this year. Stop. Stop. Let me let me say what I'm gonna say, asshole. You teed me up for this. When he came back this year, the Grizzlies were 30th in the NBA in defense. And since he's been back, he's averaging 3.3 blocks per game. And they're number one on defense. And people are like, oh, well, that is pretty impressive. But I, I don't know if we can give him a defensive player of the year award. It's just, there's just a, too much going on. And then they're sitting there like, Rudy Gobert stands in the paint, gets dunked on by everyone. And they're just like, oh, my God. Hakeem Olajuwon could only dream of being this good. And this is so why annoying. you won, Busby. And they That's traded 97 draft picks to get them, and they're currently, like, ninth in the West. Congrats. All right. All right. Next next topic. Next award. The next award is the draft of the year. This is a personal favorite thing of ours to do. Yeah. And we've had several memorable ones. The three nominees that we have are the very first one, celebrities we could take in a fight. Classic. Two, the college football bonanza, episode 50 draft. That was an awesome one. And then the most recent one, chain restaurants. We were Personal on our favorite of ours. Yeah, we were on our I just love chain restaurants. But I Ben, really I think the winner has to be mm-hmm. celebrities we could take in a fight. Yeah. I, I think mean, the first one was the best one. Yeah, I mean, it was all time. I think the Tim, I mean, I'll just say right now. Tim stole the show on that one. We all had some good good things, but Tim bookending or I guess not booking the opposite, filling the middle of his draft with Christian Bale, Keanu Reeves, and Tom Cruise is an all-time moment. And the crazy thing is, he believes in his head he can do it. <laughs> it's it was fantastic. It was because you talked about booking it. He had Michael Sarah and Amy Schumer as his other two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was such an absurd draft from all of us. Uh, it it was it was a ton of fun, and for it to be the first one, 
and it to be the most free flowing and 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 fun one that we did uh really speaks to the yeah, impact that our guest had on that one <laughs> an idiot and he, right. he's talking about him he tim's talking about treating it like it's the first santa claus movie where if he beats these people he becomes those people it, it had me cracking up it so still to this day makes me laugh batman john wick and the guy from mission impossible and neo yeah. it's john wick and neo yeah and neo yeah like an american psycho all at once like whatever okay yeah uh the next one which is kind of similar we're gonna go to argument or debate of the year so for this one this is hot this is gonna get me fired up again friday night lights the movie versus the tv show um Gravy as a sauce versus a side. That one was crazy as well. And the Grizzlies better without jaw. So I'm going to eliminate the Grizzlies better without jaw. I mean, that one, I kind of kid. That's more of a poking fun thing. Um, But the other two, I was pretty passionate about. I know you were passionate. We were on the same side on one and opposite sides on the other, I believe. We both believe gravy is a side. Correct. And we disagree on Friday Night Lights. The movie's better. It's just not. Okay, we're not going to do this right now. It's just not. So, do... I'm sorry, on my on my side, my iPad's not updated. Do we have a winner for this one? Yes, the winner is Friday Night Lights, the movie versus the yeah. TV show. It's yeah. the only recurring argument that we keep having. Because I yeah. can't get it through your thick skull that you're wrong dude you're right we took this to twitter do you remember that the people spoke yeah. you know who was on your side lover to death my mother my mother's tv watching is quite possibly the worst that exists on this planet and you're really? talking to a guy right now that fully admitted like half an hour ago that i watched the big bang theory wendy busby's a saint and i will not hear any back talk um <laughs> Yeah, and most of the arguments were on the same side, so it's kind of difficult for us. Uh, all right, next one, Busby. The next one is the best take of the year, and this is collaborative between the two of us. We have several nominees here, the first of which is a dual nominee, Will Levis Stinks. We were spot on with that one. Purdue wins the Big Ten West. That was all you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the USC Utah title game rematch that I called back in the summer, mm -hmm. and then Ole Miss tanking after Week Seven. I think I called that one too. Just uh, simple logic. Look at their schedule; they play good teams. Oh shit, they lost. Um, but Ben, Purdue winning the Big Ten West was uh, such a call your shot moment. And that's it. Like. Thank you. Congrats. Best take Thank of you. Thank you, buddy. I had one good college football take. Let's go. I'll take it. Um, And we'll back that up with worst take of the year, Buzzy. And we're going to start that off with one of your takes. One of your hot and spicy takes from early on in the college football season. State beating Georgia. To be fair, I did backtrack. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Next one, both of us, after week one, Anthony Richardson is good. We're about ready to give him the Heisman. Um, That was not good at all. Transfer quarterbacks, we missed on almost all of those, minus Caleb Williams. Uh, That's because he was impossible and, to miss on. Yeah, and Michael Penix Jr., we thought was going to be really not good. I called everyone that thought Kansas State would win the Big Ten 
uh, aka the team that won the Big Ten, an idiot for thinking they would win the Big Ten because Adrian Martinez was their starting Big quarterback. 12. Big Twelve. And they only have ten teams. It's stupid. <laughs> and last one is Zach Arnett in general. Um, he's the head coach now, Busby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We talked a lot of noise about people that thought he should have been getting paid more than uh, Mike Leach. Rest in peace. Um, and now we're our happiness in the fall is tied to him. So yeah, basically for the whole year. Let's be honest. Um, but for the winner here, um, I think it's got to be Anthony Richardson. Is good. Yeah, that one definitely hit rock bottom the fastest. Yeah, it was like he was really good for one one week, and then just terrible the rest of the time. All right, Busby, you got to talk about this next one because this is your forte. Okay. Uh, the next category we have is episode title of the year. Uh, I take pride in our episode titles. Usually they're a joke uh, or something that was brought up in the podcast that I just thought stood out or was funny. It could be something in passing that just sticks with me or like a major topic that we talked about. We just had laughs and giggles about it. Um, so for this one, we have the chicken and dumpling saga. We talked for like 10 or 15 minutes yeah. about wet bread and dumplings and weird stuff. Uh, we have Secretary Sperm is Expensive, which is just a ridiculous name <laughs> for a podcast. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Imagine like your parent, like your 12 year old Ben is just listening and your parents pick up your phone. And they're like, oh, what are you listening to? And it just says Secretary Sperm is Expensive. Like, don't we, we don't even have to push it that far. It's just like, hey, mom and dad, I have a podcast with my friend. And they like, happen to click on an episode. It says Secretariat Sperm. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then the last nominee we have is Lou Holtzby Spitting. <laughs> that's the winner. <laughs> and the winner, uh, the winner is Lou Holtzby Spitting. It cracks that, me up to this day every that's time That's the I best that. one. Because <laughs> Lou Holtz do, in fact, be spitting. He's always spitting. You were in your bag on that one. That was a good one. <laughs> All right, Buzzy. This next one is just a quick one. Um, we're going to go to shocking stat of the year. And uh, there's one nominee, and it's the winner. Do you know clouds weigh like two tons? That's stupid. That, that's – I still don't believe it. I remember whenever you said that, I was like, like, clouds weigh at all? Like, they weigh pounded? And I wasn't saying that, like, you should know that. I said that because I heard that and looked it up and saw it was true. And it – science, I'm a, like, I believe, like, do a lot of stuff with science in my day-to-day. That doesn't make any sense. Well, that's the same – like, fog. Fog is just low-hanging clouds, and I just walk right through fog. Yeah, I can punch the hell out of it. You looked it up – I don't even remember. I'm about to look it up again right now. How much does a cloud weigh? Oh, come on, phone. This is not the time. Why don't you look it up on your iPad? That's true. I could do that. Mr. iPad guy. 1.1 million pounds, Busby. That's so, that's just dumb. Nothing in the world weighs 1.1 million pounds. Does the Earth weigh 1.1 million pounds? Probably. <laughs> this is floating in the sky. Planes fly through them. 
that should be that should be a Titanic situation in the air, like all yeah. the time. Yeah, like a plane weighs way less than a cloud does, and they fly through them. Planes, if they their little engines stop, they fall. Clouds just floating, <laughs> just floating. One point one million pounds. That thing falls, kills everybody. Instead, just little raindrops. You know, little umbrellas that can hold like half a pound, and it stops it. You're telling me it weighs 1.1 million pounds in the sky. Make it make sense. <laughs> My mind is blown again. All right, we got it. We got to talk about something else. All right, the next award we have is the Stick of the Year Award. We have five nominees for this. Yes, five nominees for this. Um, uh, Ben, I hate you for most of these. Uh, we have been in F1. I don't even know if that's a shtick. It's not a shtick. You think it's a shtick, but that's just me trying to help my friend I just can't fathom that anyone finds enjoyment watching that sport. Oh, my God, dude. Here we go again. That should be an argument of the year. It should be. Uh, We have this magic moment. I love that. This magic moment. It's great. I love that one. Uh, Andrew Luck's kidneys. Hurtful. That's a great one. Nope. Uh, Will Levis to the Colts. Also hurtful. And we're a Notre Dame podcast, which we've said several times. We are. Uh, Notre Dame I I hate at doing this because it grinds my gears to no end. But I think the stick of the year has to be Will Levis to the Colts. Oh, it has to be. We're still talking about it to this day. And if it happens, Busby, like I really hope, like in my heart of hearts, I hope it doesn't happen for you. But if it happens, it's going to be awesome. There has been talk of either being together or being live, not necessarily live, but recording for the Colts draft just in case it does go south. Um, and I hope that that video never sees the light of day if it if doesn't. That happen. will that could, that would get one billion views on the internet. I think I would be very reserved, Ben. We can pair that with your reaction when Andrew Luck retired. If we monetize that video, we can both retire. I'm surprised you haven't just put that video out into the ether for everyone to see. Well, I was, uh, I said some things during that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's also a part of that video. I'm so I'm wearing an Andrew Luck video or an Andrew Luck jersey in the video because we were at a fantasy football draft. Um, and in the video where it's getting announced and people are recording me because they're mean people. I take the jersey off, and it looks like I am like the typical Colts fan at the stadium that booed Andrew Luck, and I was uh, displeased with all that. Uh, no, I just got so emotional that I was sweating, and I had to take the jersey off. You also cried. I did not cry that much. <laughs> you cried. <laughs> Stick of the year, Will Evans to the Colts. All right, this next one's fun. This next one is Clown of the Year, Busby. And we have some good nominees on this one. We have Lane Kiffin. Obviously. He got he got a three or four million dollar raise for losing five of his last six games of the season. We got football scoop. Didn't report on Lane Kiffin interviewing with Auburn, but record but reported on a Mississippi State assistant interviewing with somebody after he had already gotten fired. And we have John Cohen. And they tweeted out that Mike Bobo is going to be the next OC when it just blatantly wasn't true. And John Cohen. Yeah, he sucks. He's the winner. It's got to be John Cohen. He sucks. I hate him. 
I don't really hate him. I feel sorry for him. Oh, I hate him. <laughs> and he hired Hugh Freeze, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's just clown clown behavior right there. And he, w- he wouldn't even answer questions. What a clown. Wouldn't even answer questions about it. That's a clown move right there. Turd. All right, listener of the year. I have to be the one to give this one out. Yeah. We have from – where's Ryan from? Forest, Mississippi. Yeah. Ryan Sims, who I know listens, but it's always like three weeks delayed. Yeah, we get texts that are like <laughs> about things that I don't remember. We have Gafford White. Another one that texts us regularly yes. about things on the podcast. Yes. But there's one man that stands above the rest. He will text me. If I put this up after this recording is over, uh, 6 a.m., 7 a.m. the next morning, it's like, I can't believe you said this. And that man is none other than Pete Busby. The the man, the myth, the legend. Pete deserves this award more than anyone. He does. We appreciate <laughs> you, Pete. I appreciate you. You spawned this lovely gentleman, but you also support our podcast and you have some great takes. Minus your Jack Nicholas versus Tiger Woods take, which you've backtracked. I understand. But it still sits a little little wrong. All right, and last I, award, Ben. Yeah, last one. We save this one for last. The guest of the year. So we've had many a good guest on this podcast. This is not a slight to anybody if you're not nominated. This was a tough narrow down to three guys, I would say, Busby. Um our first nominee is Mr. Zach Martin. Zach's been on several podcasts. Uh, he was big when the Braves were making their run. Um, he was on our college football um, bonanza. Help me out, Buzzy. What else? I think he was on a couple. He was years. on for both Braves. He's been in college football. He was in a draft where we did hypotheticals. Yeah, or sports what ifs, that. if you want to call it that. I think that's the way oh, we I forgot about it. that draft. That was crazy. Um, yeah, Zach's been on a lot. That was that was my COVID. Yeah, I couldn't be there with COVID. Yeah, that was a yep. good one. Um, second, Mr. Connor Nason wasn't on a ton, but he always brought the juice. I would say, funny guy. Not always, don't always agree with him, but he's funny. Um, and last, and gonna be our winner. Thanks for everybody else for coming out, but there's only one person that can win this award. One person that's donated more time than any other to this podcast. One person that's basically the third chair on this podcast, I would say at this point. Mr. Pierce Williams. Yeah, we poo-poo on Pierce a lot, but... Does he want to give an acceptance speech? He is currently in the shower. Okay. Thank you, Pierce. Um, Um, (laughs) Pierce, do you want to give an acceptance speech? Uh, guest of the year. The year. <laughs> there he is. I'm honored. There's been a lot of great guests on the show this year. Um, shouts out to all of those guests who are just slightly bit uh, less good as me. Yeah, fair enough. Thank you, Ben and Busby, for always graciously inviting me on the show, and I can't wait to continue my journey with you. What a, what a nice speech. Was, he, he's fresh out the shower, had no time to prepare. That was nice. So that wraps right, up Buzz. the inaugural B-Team Awards, everyone. Yeah, I think that was good. 
it, it was nice to go down memory lane. I do also want to give a special shout out to Dalton Coleman, who I know listens a lot and has been a guest several times. Jared Cox was a guest a couple of times. Um, Tommy, uh, my cousin, Matt, Tim, again, Andrew, Andrew. Brown, everyone yeah. from the draft. A lot of fun. Yeah, oh, I forgot about the draft recap. That was a fun yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, yeah, we've had a lot. We appreciate any guests. And if you'd like to be on the pod, shoot us a text. We can find a, a, uh, a good week that's privy to whatever you'd like to talk about. We're also in draft season. Yeah. And like, your boys got notes. Yeah. We got a, uh, we were going to kind of a cold stretch for our wheelhouse, AKA college football. So we're probably going to be pretty guest heavy going forward. Yep. So that'll wrap us up for the night, Ben. Do you have any closing remarks? I don't. Um, thank you to everybody that listens. Great 2022. Here's the 2023. Let's ride.